0: Two weeks, I know, and uh, so Isaiah chapter number nine and verse number six. Today, with the help of the Lord, we want to begin a series on unwrapping the names of Jesus. Unwrapping the names of Jesus. Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6 says, For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. For the government shall be upon his shoulder, his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Let's go to the throne of grace. Brother Ronnie, how about you praying? for all these that have come, Lord, now it's time for the preaching of your word, Lord, I pray you to help our pastor, Lord, I pray you to know him with fresh oil, give him power, give him love, Lord, give him wisdom, Lord, to bring the word, Lord, that you put on his heart, help us, dear God, receive that that you have for us, Lord, help us, Lord, to be attentive, Lord, and hear what thus saith the Lord, O oh God, if there's one today that's lost, Lord, that be saved by your marvelous, marvelous grace. Lord, we pray, Lord, your good, great, and precious will be done. Lord, may you be lifted up high this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You be seated. I'll call the message divinely human. Divinely human. As far as we know, every single human being who has ever been born and lived on planet has one given thing, and that is a name. As a matter of fact, before you leave the hospital, there has to be a name recorded. You need a name for a birth certificate. You need a name for a driver's license. You need a name for a credit card. You need a name for a house. You need a name to get a job. I love this story. A robber broke into a home thinking nobody was there only to find a man and his wife in bed watching TV. He pulled out his gun and said, What is your name? To his wife, shaking like a leaf, she said, Elizabeth. Well, he said, this is your lucky day. I can't shoot anybody named Elizabeth because my mother was named Elizabeth. Pointing the gun to her husband, said, What's your name? said, my name is Harry, but everybody calls me Elizabeth. (laughs) Amen. Over 2700 years ago, a prophet by the name of Isaiah gave us some first names of God that not only created us, but at Christmas came to us so that we could truly know Him on a first name basis. 700 years before Jesus Christ was even born, this prophet explained Christmas before anyone had ever experienced it. Seven centuries before, the star was shining, the cradle was rocking, the wise men were giving, and the angels were singing. God revealed to Isaiah exactly what this baby born in Bethlehem was to be called he dipped his prophetic pen into the inspired ink and wrote what would become a centerpiece if you will and a cornerstone of Christmas prophecy we all know him as Jesus but please understand Jesus in biblical days was a very very common name There were many little boys named Jesus in Israel. He wasn't the only one. But he was the only one as he was. So, why did he deserve the names that Isaiah gave to him in Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6? See, the wonder of Christmas, and let me just, stop and then search something. We have for years, all of us, year after year, we've we've talked about we need to decommercialize Christmas. Every year we've talked about just getting Christmas back to being by Jesus and a Savior and getting away from this gift buying and all the going that we do at Christmas just maybe this year because of the simplicity of everything around us would be a good year for us all to get back to the wonder of Christmas family loving God loving each other, not so caught up in buying and trying to please other people that, frankly, some you'll never please. But just getting back to just honoring the Lord and making much of a Savior. So maybe this is a year we all just need to get back to the wonder of Christmas. Because the wonder of Christmas is not how this baby was conceived, where this baby was born, the wonder of Christmas was who this baby was. If you claim that the mind-blowing truth that, that is claimed about Christmas, that this little boy, this little baby named Jesus, was actually God in the flesh then Christmas becomes more than how it was done, but about who did. The reality is, Jesus was God in the flesh. And that becomes a stumbling block for most other religions. The Jews, the Muslims, the Unitarians, the Jehovah Witnesses. If you ever wonder why Jehovah Witnesses do not celebrate Christmas. It is because they do not believe that Jesus was God him in, in the flesh. But their disbelief of him being God in the flesh does not make it any less. He was God in the flesh. So we find Isaiah 9 6 for unto us a child is born, and us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, of the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Now, he claims three things about this baby yet to be born. About who he claims this baby to be. And if we understand that. He's not only called certain names, but we can know him on a first-name basis. And the greatest thing today, the greatest thing today for every one of us, and I'm very passionate about this, I truly believe this, is to know what you believe and who you believe in. It'll make all the difference in the world and in the future. We must know those two things. We must know those two things. The hour to be wishy-washy. Here one minute we're one minute is over. It's over. It's time that you and I, as born-again believers, know what we believe and who we believe in. And today I want you to know. Him on a first name basis. I know a lot of people, but I know few on a first name basis. May I say, first of all, we see in this passage, and I want you to mark your Bible because we'll be visiting here for I know for two more weeks. First of all, I want you to see we can relate to the humanity of of Jesus. Isaiah begins by saying, unto us a child is born. There's two words you need to mark in your Bible. Child and born. Isaiah tells us he was a child just like at one time everybody is a child. In other words, he was human being. Now, there is one thing he had that every person on this planet must have to get on this planet, and that is a mother. Okay, You look at it. You're not going to start around having a mama. That's just the way it is. And to say that Jesus was God, we believe that, but that's only half the story. The baby born in Bethlehem was God, who became a human with flesh and blood and bones and veins and arteries just like every one of us? So, furthermore, he had to be born. Someone has said he wasn't dropped from a heavenly helicopter, he wasn't beamed down like they do on Star Trek from heaven. He was conceived and he was born. He had ethnicity. He was a Jew. He had relatives. He had brothers and sisters, half brothers and sisters. He had feelings. He got angry. He got hungry. He got thirsty. He got tired. He felt pain. He slept. He walked. And he taught just like every one of us. When Isaiah talks about A child was born, though he didn't realize it. He was looking ahead 700 years to a cradle, to a stable, to a manger, to shepherds, to angels, to a birthplace in Bethlehem. However, he was human. A child was born, but he would not cease to be God. Wow. Wow. He was no less God after he was born than he was before he was born. But he had become a human. He was not semi-God and semi-man, and I don't know how to explain this to other. He was fully man and fully God. He was not fifty fifty. He wasn't a mixed breed. He was man, 100% God, but without sin. He was given by a heavenly father, but he was born to an earthly mother. I've got to admit to you, that's a mystery. It's a marvelous, magnificent, majestic mystery. And I want you to know I fully believe that today. But why did he do that? What's the point? Why unto us a child is born? Why did he go that route? Was there a purpose in it? But I want you to know there was. And you were the purpose. You were the purpose. This baby, God in the flesh, just became just like you. When you've lost everything that you've spent your life working for, he says, I get it. When you're rejected for doing what's right, he said, I get it. When you're betrayed and sold down the river by people you trusted, he says, I get it. When you're crushed by the death of someone you love, he said, I get it when you're hurt and people around you don't seem to understand that, I get it. When you're depressed, you know what to do, he says, I I get that. When you have that issue, that that thing is just driving you crazy and you're you're hurt and you know what to do with it, he says, "I, I get that. See, none of us, no person here, Oh, please hear me. No person here can say, well, I'm the exception. Nobody understands me. No person here can say, I'm a private person. I don't want anybody to know. I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint you. Somebody already knows everything about you. There's nothing, you're not, none of us, oh, this will do so much to help us. None of us are exception. Oh, poor me, this victim mentality, poor me. I got something, poor me, poor me. No, Jesus said, I know how you feel. I know a child is born. That child was born that he could enter into your world. What did you come to church this morning with? What did you come to church this morning heavy on your heart? I don't know, I don't know of anyone, but I wonder this morning, if you come to church, and that marriage is rocky. You don't want to do with it. You can't fix it. You know what he says? I know. See, we can go to God because he knows. I think about the widow ladies in our church, and we have we have so many, and I, I think about them a lot. And you know what he says? I know. When the midnight hour, when they're lonely, he says, I know, I know. Oh, a lot of times people we with that nobody knows. Oh yes, there is. A child is born, and he's born just for you. He relates to every issue. There is no no circumstance here this morning that He does not relate to in our lives. I just want to praise God for that. Hallelujah. He knows every issue every time you hurt, every time you weep, every time you cry, every time you laugh, every time you have joy. He knows every one of us in everything there is in our life. A child is born. A child is born. And he gets it. Unbelievable as it may sound, he gets it. He relates to humanity. I know, I know some of you just, I've heard so much of this old COVID, I just don't want to hear it talked about no more. I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. And God knows if you're a bad mouthed man. Amen. He knows. You better be careful. He knows. And the reality is, you know, nothing about this COVID has caught God off guard. He knows everything there is. He knows the truth. He knows the lie. Nothing about this election has caught him off. He knows the truth. He knows the lie. Uh, Hallelujah. A child is born. A child is born. See, Christmas... It's not about you getting a favorite gift. I was thinking the other day, how many precious, precious ladies wake every wake up every day, and their lives a mess. Uh, either their lives a mess because of their own doings, or they live with a tyrant, and they just wonder, does anybody care? And the reality is, there is. I wonder how many men wake up confused, not knowing what to do. Uh, with their own doings or just a wife that's just rebelling every time they turn around? Oh, I'm glad. A child is born. A child was born is more than just a baby in a Christmas play in a manger. Amen. A lot more than just a baby in a manger. He's more than that. A child was born that you and I can relate to us. He relates to every one of us. Yes, amen. I don't know about the, what that does for you. That blesses my heart to no end. When I am totally at wit's end, I'm glad I saw the God that's never at wit's end. Yes. Never child is born we can relate to the humanity of Jesus number two we should rejoice into the divinity of Jesus not only unto us a child is born but notice what else he said and and a lot of times we read these as being the same but they're not unto us a son is given They're not the same. Not only are they different, but Isaiah's talking about two different things. A child is born speaks of the humanity of Jesus. A son is given speaks to the divinity of Jesus. As a child, he was born. But as a son, he's given. Totally two different things. Jesus is the gift who is the giver. Are you listening? Jesus is the gift that's the giver. Wow. What many would call the grace verse in the Bible answers that question. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. There's always two sides to a coin at Christmas. Heads, a baby's born in Bethlehem who was just like us. Tails, that baby was God and was not just like us. And that's so important to understand. Jesus had a birth in Bethlehem, but he didn't have his beginning in Bethlehem. He was the Son of God before he ever came to the child to become a child of Mary. He was the only baby who was ever born that was older than his father and older than his mother. as old as his father. Let me say it again. He's the only baby who was ever born that was as old as his father and older than his mother. There was a time when I was not and neither was you. Before I was born, I didn't exist. But Jesus has always existed. Both before he was born And after He's born. Furthermore, there'll never be a time when I am God, but but there never has been a time or ever will be a time He's not God. The only Christmas gift God has ever wrapped, He wrapped, and it was divinely human. When I was born on February the 21st, Walk that down so you remember, and the doctor brought Dr. A cup in moreton brought me out to my mama. Here's what he said <laughs> He said, "Ma'am, this is the cutest little boy I have ever delivered. Amen. I'm not going to lie. things have changed." <laughs> When Mary birthed Jesus, she helped God. I need to buy a baby. We got any babies here? I need to buy one of these babies. Yeah, come here. Bring one of them here. All right. Now I hope he don't cry. Hey, look, buddy. How are you? Okay. All right. Do you understand? Don't don't go far. I'll give him back. <laughs> Do you understand that you've got that little finger hand like that? That hand carved out the worlds notions. When she looked in his eyes those eyes saw eternity. When she looked at those feet those little feet she said one day these feet were our Can you imagine this? I want you to listen. When she met the <laughs> It works the same way with darling. When she kissed his face, she was kissing the face of a thrice holy God. You understand? That little boy was not just a child. He was a son given. He was a son given. I'm glad he was good. (laughs) He was a son given. He was a child born so he could relate to you and I. But it was a son given so he could relate to glory and all of heaven. You see, angels don't understand the fact that a child was born. They can't grasp you and I. They don't understand us. They look and they scratch their halos and wonder why Jesus would die for such as us. They wonder why we treat Him the way we do. Because all they've ever seen is a son that was given. All they ever seen was the, the God that came to become a man. All they've ever seen is that angelic, holy God that they knew before His birth and after His birth. They don't understand the scars that we put in His hands. And inside, see, all they know is the son that's given. They don't understand. They can't relate to the child that was born. But you and I get to relate to the child that was born. But then we need to relate to the son that was given. Because Jesus in humanity was a child born. Jesus in divinity was a son given. This, what, this is what makes Jesus so unbelievably awesome and unique. We can relate to Him in humanity. He was just like us. But we can rejoice in His deity because He's God. He was not because He had just... he. Because he had, being just a man, he could not have been our Savior. Had he been just a man, he couldn't have been our Savior. But as the God-man, he could die for our sins. He left heaven as God, came to earth as a human, so we humans could leave earth and spend eternity with God in heaven. You know what Christmas is about? Is about a blessed gift that He robed in human flesh and gave to us. Boy, wouldn't this be a good year? Wouldn't this be a good year for to get our children, our babies, our youngins all around? Wouldn't it be a good year for adults to grasp this and say, this year, children, it's about a Savior being born? and a child that was born, and a son that was given. We can relate to the humanity of Jesus. We should rejoice in the divinity of Jesus, but we must respond to the authority of Jesus. For in us a child is born, and thus us a son is given. This is what God said. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. The child... Was born, the son that was given to also be the king that rules us. This is where we divide in so many places. We want a, a savior, we want to go to heaven, we want, a, we want a, uh, to know we're saved, but we really don't want Jesus to rule over us. We want to rule ourselves. We want to decide ourselves what we do. Better yet, we want God to tell us what He wants to do. And then we want veto power. We want to decide if we want to do it. You know, we almost like we put ourselves on the equal plane with God. And we want to decide that. See, we didn't understand. He didn't just come to redeem us. And I thank God that He did. But He came to reign over us. His government is unlike any other government that's ever been. He is the government. He won't need a legislative branch because He's a lawgiver. He won't need a judicial branch Because he's the judge. He won't need an executive branch because he's king. We won't vote him in the office. We won't vote him out of office. When he comes back as king, he's not coming back to take sides. He's coming back to take over. Someone has said, he won't be riding the back of a Republican elephant or a Democratic donkey His government, his authority, his rule will be over everybody. There will be only one party. Saved, born-again Christians. And everybody that's saved will be a member of that party. There won't be any needed for a vote because his name will be the only one on the ballot. A prophet named Zechariah put it this way. And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. And in that day there shall be one Lord and his name one. Then Isaiah goes on to say this in chapter 9 verse 7. And the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, Even forever the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform it. There'll never be, boy, let you sink it. There'll never be an end to his government. There'll never be a revolution against his government. There'll not be no rebellion against his government. There'll be no rejection against his government. And there will not be voting ballots against his judgment. It will be one universe under one God with liberty and justice for all. One day, that little child who left heaven and came to earth will come back from heaven to earth one last time. First time he came to a cradle. Second time he's coming to a crown. First time he was laid in a manger. Second time he'll sit on a throne. Oh, hallelujah. The greatest gift that was ever given to this world was the child was born and a son was given, and the government should be upon his shoulders. I I read this story and it just touched my heart so much. The first Christmas after we were married was very slim as Christmases go. Young man said I was in the army living off base, and we were broke. Went down to a Christmas tree lot town to find a tree in honor. see in my uniform said we have a special price for active military and he gave us a tree for half price we had no lights or ornaments except a couple of boxes of very tiny blue and white balls and pressed uh, spritz cookies and on Christmas morning we opened our gifts my wife gave me a bird books that I still have I gave her a pen and fur-lined leather gloves. It was the leanest Christmas of our lives. But since then we have taught it was the greatest. Because it was about giving something personal to one another. It's about giving that person that you love, that you cherish something very special. We just gave each other ourselves. That first Christmas, all we had to give was each other to each other. God gave us the most precious gift. His only begotten Son came as a baby born in a manger, laid in a rough wooden manger, and 33 years later died on a wooden cross for our sins. In Easter morning, he rose and gave us the most precious gift, his most costly gift, that Christmas night. He didn't give us a prayer, he didn't give us a song. Those are good but they're not good enough. On the 20th of this, uh, 20th of Sunday night, we always do this every year. We bring an offering to Jesus. We'll do that on the 20th. And that's good. That's good. That's not good enough. As a matter of fact, if all you, you, bling is just gifts, and they're good. And I'm, I'm not against that. And I understand. I, we, we grew up poor. We grew up poor. And we, Christmas was a big time for us because we never got nothing through the year. So that's a big thing. I understand that. But the reality of this thing is this. If that's it that's not good enough because the only gift that's worthy to give him, the only gift that really he hopes for this year is a very precious one. I need to tell you now, you'll find it on Amazon. You won't find it on the shelf at Walmart. You won't find it at Target. As a matter of fact, you can go to any website you want to find and you won't find it. Because it's so priceless. What in the world is it he wants? What's he wanting from me? I'll tell you what he wants. What he desires. He wants your heart, your life, and your love. If He has your heart, your life, your love, He'll have your future. If He doesn't have those things, then you're always looking for something else to bring about happiness and joy, When the reality is, a child was born and a son was given. He made a decision to come for you. The question is, will you decide to come to him? So stand to your feet, every head bowed and every eye closed.